episode of Hauntry Kill Singer is Pokemon <laughs> Ghouling to Die. I am Sarah, aka Megan Kelder Television Show. <laughs> uh, I am Patrick, aka Down with the Bourgeoisie. <laughs> nice. Uh, I'm Lauren, aka Zendaya is Nietzsche. <laughs> Nietzsche, whatever. For, ha- for Halloween. For happy Halloween. That, that's a Halloween Nietzsche. costume. <laughs> happy Halloween. And more importantly, happy Halloween to all of our Canadian friends out there. Gamers, happy it's been spooky holiday. Happy spooky holiday. Yeah. Um, so this has been a fucking week. It's been a week. God, it's been a week. <laughs> I remember, like, I remember, like, on Sunday after the, uh, the, the big, one of the stories we're talking about at the top, uh, with, uh, the, the transgender, uh, like, de-personhooding, I remember just Sam saying in chat, like, well, this week's episode's probably gonna suck, but maybe there'll be some good news at some point, and then, like, five more bad news things came out of the woodworks and nothing good to <laughs> The show thing for is, it. though, we do, we do this at the top of every show, because somehow each week keeps managing to be worse. I know, yeah, but, like, with incredible. how bad, with how, with how bad Sunday and Monday were, like, I didn't know that it could go down from there. <laughs> some of it is terrible and horrifying and some of it is terrible and stupid but all of it is pretty bad it turns out there is all one bad. there is one silver lining story at the end of it all is there but, yeah <laughs> i'll take your word one. for it it's that we're all friends and we love each other very much there is that there is that um so i guess we just start off with like the big thing from sunday which is that the uh the trump administration is looking at like Basically, it boiled down to I don't remember who I don't remember which one of the Republicans said it. But basically, their their stance boils down to is that um, through Obama's uh, usage of uh, Title Nine, right? Title Nine, yeah, yeah, it's Title yes. Nine. Uh, the tra- that transgender individuals were given rights that they were not supposed to have, which is a terrible su- was a terrible sentence. Yeah, like, that just fucking sucks to experience. So. Yeah. Basically, what it boils down to is they kind of want to get it off the books that uh, they want to make it okay to fire people for being transgender again is the big one. Yeah, it's both yeah. the Department of Justice well, saying yeah, the they DO- can discriminate. Yeah, the, D- the DOJ uh, actually, uh, like, straight up was like, hey, we're going to argue to the Supreme Court, which that's... Yeah, that's... Mm. And this comes... Like, I'm just... Yeah, and this comes right after there is an alleged uh, memo from the Department of Health and Human Services, I believe, that is attempting to create a federal definition of gender and sex to where yeah. it would be like, there are only two sexes because of science told us this, right? Right? That's what science <laughs> says. So It's not like 2% like of people in the continental United States are intersex or anything. Who? <laughs> but it's... So it's these two, it's one two punch of two stories of this administration trying to essentially prevent trans people from having any kind of representation or uh, recognition by the government, which is yep. necessary to do anything in the United States. Yep. 
Yeah. And it's um, horrifying. I just, like, what, whenever I see, like, those there are only two gender tweets or what the fuck ever, like, I, I know these people don't believe intersex people exist, but, like, I want to know what they think that, like, wh- where does an intersex person fall? Well, like, <laughs> I think they I mean, basically think... just don't want to know if people are. Not even it's... that. I think, like, the, the real answer is they don't care. Like, hmm. they would... They're just as happy, like, entirely ignoring that entire subset of the population to make their stupid point work better. Right. Or they can say, like, oh, well, that's, even if it's 2% of the population, it's an aberration or whatever the fuck, you know? Like, it's, it doesn't fit, so they can't, they, they don't get to be a part of it. Isn't today or at some day this week, uh, the Intersex Awareness Day? Like, in recognition and of Um... people who are intersex? It is the twenty sixth. Okay, so so it should be the day. If this comes as well, it should be the day this podcast comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of a fun start to all of our. If if anybody was concerned or thought that maybe this administration wasn't going to uh, go after LGBT people specifically trans people, then well, here's your answer. Yeah. And it fucking sucks. And I hate it. <laughs> I just feel really, like, scared a lot. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm really trying not to, like, give in to this fear and stuff. Like, I've been seeing a therapist and, like, half of what we talk about is existing in this political climate. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I'm just terrified constantly. And, like, the... I, I guess I'm pulling back too much to make this mo- too much about me, but, like... The other thing that's fucking me up is that I feel like there's, like, this is just, like, the tip of the iceberg. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like there is so, so, so much more worse to come, but I have no idea when it's going to come, and it's hanging over my head like the sword of McFucking Damocles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just, like, I kind of have to exist day to day with a veil of will for willful ignorance, because if I'm cognizant of how much the current administration wishes I didn't exist, like, mm. I don't do i i just wind up like smoking a lot of weed and not going to work (laughs) and that's valid um and i mean the thing that really i can at like uh patrick are you you're still in massachusetts so no i'm in new york but oh you're in new york okay well Um, well, i mean patrick 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 you're in massachusetts for when you're not in the semester right yeah yeah i go to school in new york but I, i live the rest of the year in massachusetts are you registered in Massachusetts? I sure am. All right. So Patrick and I are uh, about to, to vote um, for uh, yes on three with a question three on our ballot here in Mass is uh, allowing for statewide protections of transgender people, specifically trans kids, and the ability for them to use the bathrooms and locker rooms at school without incident. Um, so if you have friends in Massachusetts or you live in Massachusetts, uh, go, go vote for yes on three, please do yes. it. Um, and I mean, other, I guess just advocating for <laughs> your trans friends and the people in your life who you care about and show up to rallies or to, uh, you know, not to, not to be, you know, but blue checkmark liberal harassing people in a coffee <laughs> shop, but please vote. <laughs> please, please vote. Quick, hold up. Sorry, I just got to make a quick call. My dad just tried to call me. I got to make sure it's nothing urgent. This is all getting cut, so please enjoy tea ASMR. Ooh. <laughs> 
It's lovely. Shout out to that great edit that uh, someone just did. <laughs> um, but yeah, like basically just help your, like cis people especially, speak up, make your voice heard. I mean, everyone really should be speaking up, but cis people are way more safe doing so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, especially like, you know, well, m- no, never mind. Last week, last week was my call to action for cis lesbians. <laughs> <laughs> This but thing is just what it remains, call, call to action for cis people. It remains valid. And yeah, yeah. Make make sure, you know, I I think that's just kinda kinda be the the message for the rest of the episode is like, hey, make sure you're like reg- if you can vote, make sure you're registered and on the ballot and yeah. Well we're, so, pa- we're I feel like we're we're a little bit past the point of no return for checking for making sure you're registered, which good by point. the way, uh s- same day voter registration now, uh immediately. It is yeah, a necessity. That would, that would be good. I would enjoy that. It should be automatic. It as soon as you turn auto- 18. It should be automatic as soon as you turn 18. And, like, there's... why w- The only reason someone should be culled from voter records is if they moved or died. Hmm. I think right. Nevada has a question on their uh, midterm ballot that would make automatic voting registration happen. So, if we have Fuck any yeah. Nevadas... Nevadaites. Nevadians. Nevad- Nevadaians. Norvadubid... Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so... What uh, other horrible thing do we want to also kick off the? Well, somebody's mailing bombs. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, I think that's gotta be. I think that's gotta be like our second. That's gotta be. That should have been our secondary lead, but like the transgender thing just has been hitting me a lot this week, and that's been kind of weighing on my mind. Even though, like, the fact that uh, seven big name, well, six big name Democrats and Robert De Niro got mailed bombs. Yeah, actually, hold on. I have the the full list open. In Why was Robert somewhere. De Niro mailed a bomb? Because he said that thing at like the fucking Tonys or whatever about Trump. Yeah, he was critical. Uh, of okay, Trump. so it was it was um, the Clintons, George Soros, uh, President Obama, Maxine Waters, Joe Biden, Eric Holder, and I think they were all return addressed to Debbie Wasserman Schultz, who was the with, former yeah, chair which, of the DNC. Wait, so when one of them failed to deliver, it got sent to Debbie Wasserman Schultz's yes place. Yeah, I um, think there were a couple which, of. Uh, Which um, I've seen some right wing chugs ver- chugs very humorously just think that like uh, Schultz Wasserman Schultz did this herself and just like put her whole ass name on there and oh, yeah. her address yeah. and sent from her house. <laughs> yeah, but, I think the yeah. one that was addressed to the CNN building and they actually you know had to yes, evacuate. John Brennan. Yes, the former yeah. FBI director who is not a Trump fan. Um, I think and I also saw... is not as not at CNN. He's at MS. He's at uh, CNBC. Yeah. Well, Same first you know. two letters. Reasonable mistake. Reasonable mistake. I think, uh, yeah, I think Florida is where they believe that these uh, packages seem to all be- have been sent from. I think there were some, like, called-in threats, uh, but the actual packages themselves seem to be coming from Florida. Yeah. Last I heard. And um, not to, not to make this immediate, I mean, this is obviously, like, a thing that, that is, like, at the f- lies at the feet of Trump and the current Republican Party, and I do extremely like how literally the next day after these bombing after these attempted bombings happened, Trump got on Twitter and was like, "Hey, there, there's so much anger because the, the fake news is lying about me." Yeah, and basically the media said, like, has to be civil. Bas- yeah, he basically said, "Like, if you don't want this to happen, don't be mean to me." Cool. Yeah, and like I've been seeing a lot of obviously like, oh, it's a false flag to you know distract people before the midterms um and the like the best argument i've seen against that other than that it's just fucking absurd 
is that one of the packages was sent to Eric Holder. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna guess most people don't know who that is because most people don't. Uh, he was the, um, attorney general, uh, from 2009 to 20, I think, yeah, to 2015 under mm-hmm. Obama. Um, and like the reason that's really indicative is because almost nobody knows who the fuck that is except for people who watch Fox News all the time because for some reason they've like demonized him. Um, so like, if this was some sort of like false flag, yeah, he would not be know, on the a, list of people. That, that's a good point. Like these are like the the I hadn't really like clocked it, but like these are people who have like in a big way spoken up against, like spoken out, repeat like against Trump, like Maxine Waters with the um, what was it? What was she like the one who was like who had access to his tax returns if she won her vote or what the fuck ever? No, she was the one who was like, hey, if anybody tries to shoot me, you better not fucking miss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which ruled. There was that. Um, like you said, De Niro, uh, spoke up at the Tonys. Um, mm-hmm. obviously the Clintons and the Obamas. Uh, John Brennan, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, former FBI guy who doesn't like Trump. And then, um, Soros. same with, uh, what's who, uh, uh, Joe Biden got one today. Oh, yeah. Yes, uh, he did. Yeah. He got two, actually. I think I saw. They intercepted two, at least. Yeah, and clearly, like, from the names that were chosen, including George Soros, obviously this is some QAnon-type motherfucker, you know, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> Uncle 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 Georgi got, got one, and uh, <laughs> terrifyingly, the only reason he... The only reason it... Like, the bomb was wired correct, from what I saw, at least, based on the, the, the information released. Like, the bomb was, like, set up properly, it would have done some serious damage, but it just kind of... Yeah, like misfired or something. Yeah, it did. Yeah. And it doesn't and like, seem like anybody was hurt, but like, Jesus. <laughs> the really, like, absolutely wild thing about this whole story is that we don't know if it's fucking over yet. Like, right. And so far, none of them have worked, but I, I really don't think that'll be the case if, if this goes on long enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, just, I guess everybody listening, be prepared for your news cycle to get absolutely fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like this is Alice just Baldwin like, or this somebody. Is, this is this is this is <laughs> Sorry, it's not the idea of Alec Baldwin blowing up isn't funny. It's the idea of some chud in a shed mailing a bomb to Alec Baldwin that I think no, is incredibly that, funny. I just like we're gonna hear like in the next couple of days we're gonna hear about like three unexplained explosions in Louisiana. <laughs> in the bayou somewhere. In barns. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so, not that's a normal about, not, not to joke about the death of people, but the death of people who are trying to assassinate other people is... I'll laugh at that. Yeah, they have it coming. Yeah. Yeah, so we're just kind of having a normal one here Don't fucking make States. bombs. Yeah, the other thing that I, like, really noticed about myself, at least, is, like... My reaction to a widespread domestic terrorism plot in my own country was just kind of like, oh, yeah, that makes sense, I guess. Like, Might as well. I wasn't, I was not even a little bit surprised, like, at all, which is really I indicative, I, I guess. Literally, I think I was a little bit more surprised with it happening, the timing of it than anything. I was expect, like, I was thinking if it was going to happen, it was going to happen, like, after the midterms. Hmm. Yeah, that would make more sense i guess like as a response and not as a let's do it's let's do a bomb now right (laughs) god thank god these people were incompetent because none of the fucking bombs made it to their intended target 
That is good. And yeah, nobody, no like postal employee or like random security guard was injured. Thank God. But, um, so, uh, after the thing about the list is that George Soros was, uh, that was the first one and that happened like a good day and a half prior to the rest of them. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, Michelle, like, uh, the Obamas, the Clintons, all of those happened, uh, like Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Mm -hmm. Uh, Soros's package was discovered at about, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern on Monday. And, um, so our hero, our commander in blue, our fucking stalwart savior, (laughs) ultimate, the, the, the fucking limbo champion, because he just won't bend at a moment's (laughs) notice, Chuck Schumer... He decided to go out and tweet, it is very disgusting, the anger on both sides, and he, like, posted a picture that was, like, documenting the bombs sent to George Soros and, like, the harassment at a restaurant that Lindsey Graham received. Well, those are the right. same thing. Yeah, yeah. Which, same in case thing. It, In case it's not clear, that second one is not violence. That's just, like, a fun thing to do with your friends, is go now, harass a politician. Is, the, exactly. Yeah. Now, the thing is, I'm not gonna... Now, the thing is... We at this podcast do not endorse violence. We just think that eventually these people are going to die. And we do not endorse the violence whatsoever. Yes. Th- that I was agree for the with NSA that. listening in. What's that? That was for the NSA listening in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the, that one's for the NSA. Just, I gotta get that on record. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you think the NSA agent also, hey, assigned complete, to us com- speaks in com- our fucked up English dialogue now? <laughs> oh, you know it. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> I love like, to think about that. Like some NSA dude just like goes to his boss and he's and the boss is like so what's the report on this fucking dumbass podcast and he's like <laughs> well I mean they they haven't made any threats against our wet president so I can't really take any action but it's worth monitoring um, and uh, I do hate to see it is the thing but yeah um, he's at he's at lunch with his friends it's just like something <laughs> random happens like somebody spills a drink and he's just like man big fucking mood dude like. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 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 NSA director is just like these results are disappointing. He just says big hat. Yep. <laughs> Gosh. Well, I hope that he's doing fine wherever he is. Yeah. I don't. Um, fuck you. No, I don't actually. But, like so, obviously, this false dichotomy has continued. It's like been here forever. Like how you know Antifa speaks up and is like, "Hey, don't fucking do this and beat the shit out of Nazis," and then Nazis will just beat the shit out of you know people. gay people and it's like well that's both sides they're they're entitled <laughs> to their beliefs we all need to um, come together to allow like, the president to do whatever he wants yeah we all need to come together to let the president i was gonna make a stupid joke that i didn't i just kind of abort pulling the lever of abort joke right there um but uh in addition to chuck schumer uh his his friend on the right mrs uh mrs lil mccain <laughs> <laughs> on the view said the exact same thing that was that when oprah and i got oprah what the fuck i've made that I've, I, they don't even look remotely like i have made that mistake since i was a kid mm. i feel like jesus christ yeah, the view well the view and the oprah show i think occupy very similar niches in many people's brains right they do so Whoopi goldberg was like why hasn't senator grassley said anything about it and uh <laughs> megan mccain's response was he is getting heckled out of restaurants <laughs> It's yep. the exact same. That, because when I go, you don't and, know. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe the uh, maybe the false prince of the Bean Bean Kingdom came and replaced the protesters' <laughs> voice with explosives. No, there's a cut. <laughs> That's a cut. <laughs> Get, anyone, anyone, you hear a game? 
Oh, we'll get into the gaming. Oh, we will get into the gaming. I've got to say, though, that the idea of it being equivalent that (laughs) that there's somebody trying to uh, under in the layers of conspiracy uh, trying to assassinate prominent Democrats and that that is equivalent to, hey, so when you go into a Chipotle and people are pissed off at you because of the things that you say and do on the record, like that's 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 like their right as Americans to like be pissed at you. It's not <laughs> the same thing like, at if, all. If, like, like I just, I don't understand what it is. Like I kicked a homeless man and then outside of the Chipotle. And then I went in and ordered chorizo, some chorizo tacos. And they, they were like, uh, no, fuck you. You're awful. Republicans would classify like any given drill tweet as violence. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> well, calling me, call <laughs> Calling me a corn cob is akin to striking me down. <laughs> Saying I will face God and walk backwards into hell is the exact same as cutting my head off with a very sharp katana. <laughs> if you if you send me the rose emoji too many times on Twitter, I will be contacting the authorities. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh man, do we want enacted, vi- enacted violence against myself and got and got poisoned. No podcast tonight. <laughs> What else is going on this week? Oh, Jesus. Uh, Do we want to talk about um, immigration stuff, or do we want to make fun of Megyn Kelly? Let's Um, make fun of Megyn Kelly. No, no, no. I think we should say Megyn Kelly has got to be our our fucking light bringer at the end. This is the only (laughs) good thing. All right. Okay. That's true. So the caravan... Which yeah. I just I, I feel like that entered the vernacular out of nowhere, and I have no idea where that one came from. Fox News. I've been I've been I've been keeping my head down a little bit about news this week because it's been a lot of bad trans things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so like oh yeah, go ahead. The thing. Okay, so this story is basically there are I think the last time I saw the number was estimated to be like five thousand. I don't know if that's right. I might be pulling that out of my ass. But um, these are, are like severely impoverished people who came from Honduras, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and as of, I think, a day or two ago, they had just crossed the, the South Mexican border and are kind of making their way northward. And so, you know, a bunch of idiots in this country are terrified that all of these brown people are going to cross the border and like live in America, which is stupid uh, because M- Mexico is huge. It's a very large country. And walking the entire thing is just not feasible for most people. A lot of these immigrants are probably going to seek asylum in Mexico. A few hundred probably are going to attempt to cross uh, the American border, but mm-hmm. that's not a reason to freak out. Um, and I think some like semi-official sources have said something like they're worried about like Islamic terror agents being Sneaking like in. undercover, yeah, because they it's think like, it's like an Assassin's Creed when you walk up to like a big, uh, like a sizable crowd of people, and then you just like you press your hands together and put your head down, and you're incognito. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, because you know, I don't uh, in your game. <laughs> South Americans and like Middle Eastern people are literally the same people to these to idiots. the president. Yeah, yeah, they to are the, not not just the president, but for you know. A lot of the people who voted for him, it's oh, just they're they're some non-discriminate shade of brown and therefore don't let him in the country. Yeah, because I think it was the pres- the president himself, I think, had a quote that was like, there are Middle Easterns in there. So Yeah, not even not even terrorists, just there are Middle Easterners there. Mm-hmm. And the fact is that the people seeking like they are seeking asylum. 
which is right. like they can do that. Like they're not like they have a right to be able to go into a country and request asylum because they're in a conflict that right. I mean the United States may or may not have started maybe <laughs> I don't know but <laughs> like fuck dude and so of course the the news people have their perfect b-roll footage to show you know all of these people these these frightening brown people I guess marching towards America and so now uh defense secretary Mattis has decided to uh suggest that 800 troops go to the border between U.S. and Mexico, I guess, in response. Because, you know, what's really good uh, is when the military is like, we have to uh, just we're just going to use the military to in, to make sure domestic policy is like enforced. That's normal. Yeah. And it's, you know what's it's, great? Op- like, not to be all about optics and not and ignoring the fact that this is like a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, what's great optics is like staring down peaceful people walking from Central America to your border, facing them down with like almost a thousand military dudes. Yep. Yeah, love it when a group of almost entirely women and children and and other, but even if it was like all dudes coming in to seek asylum, like still it looks terrible. It's, yeah, I'm in. I I'm kind of conflicted as to how I would want that like confrontation, I guess, to be like covered by journalists. Mm-hmm. Because I, f- I feel like, like, you know, um, a few months ago when there were those, like, really terrible videos coming out of the, um, Israel-Palestine border conflicts. Mm-hmm. And, like, you just saw these soldiers just fucking killing people. Like, not even violent people, just people who are there, just, you know, shooting them because they can and they want to. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know if getting, like, equivalent video footage of this oncoming thing would be like i don't know if there's anybody who isn't on the right side yet who would look at that and be convinced otherwise you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like i feel like it would just end up being just fucking sickening video footage that people just end up cheering about and i i got really heated all of a sudden there gang. that's valid because i mean we're we're still oh my god like like this is the this is the step like all of this stuff this week is like it's meant to overwhelm us but it's just when you take it all in is like this is what's going on like this is the narrative and this is what people are fine with it's it's really really scary yeah yep <sighs> so uh oh also uh brief I, I just remembered this thing from a parker malloy uh tweet thread from jumping back to the transgender discussion thing that we had the conversation we had earlier um, in addition to all that stuff, uh, the Trump administration does want to remove gender from the UN human rights documents. Oh, great. Cool. And, like, cool. here's the thing, is that would also, like, dramatically impact cis women in in most of the world. Because... Like, I, I'm, not, I'm not just saying, like, the I'm not like saying a gender marker. They want to remove the word gender. Right. Exactly. So... They want, they're trying to just make a hard push towards sex, which they can define an incorrect, incorrect, but widely believed biological terms. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, you, you, you ask like a bunch of liberals, like just gun, just like off the dome, like you get a room full of liberals together. You ask them how many genders are, you ask them, are there more than two genders? And a lot of them will probably say, yeah, probably. And then you ask them <laughs> if there are more than two sexes and 
I feel like a lot of them just straight up do not fucking know that there is stuff between, yeah, like, right, you know, I'm like just male. Not to not to say that these are like defaults or anything, but like they just assume the quote unquote default of male or female, and there's no in between. There's no complications that can arise as a result of chromosomes that cause it to you know come out one way or the other, and right. like. The 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 racial the the changing of it from gender to sex makes it a lot harder for people to argue against, I guess. Yeah, because they're you're operating on quote unquote science science that has been proved as faulty Super and not correct, debunked. but it's quote unquote science that you know it's like science doesn't care about our feelings, you know. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yep. But anyways, um, got a quick question for y'all. Ooh. Yeah. Anyone hear game? Gosh, I I, I do. Sorry, what? What is I it? I wanna a be a cowboy, baby. Hell yeah! <laughs> so um, Red Dead's so out. The two Red Dead's out don't at buy the time it of, at the time of this release. Don't buy Red Dead Redemption Two, please. Well, I mean, if about, you have already, whatever. But the thing about Red Dead Redemption Two about that call to not the thing about this is that like with the amount of press surrounding this game, like, the amount of people who are going to listen to us when we say don't buy the game, Rockstar is going to look at that and just, like, they're not, it's not even going to be a, it's not even going to, like, tick on yeah. their, like, of course digits. Not. Yeah. Like, like, I'm not trying to say out here, like, oh yeah, go buy Red Dead Redemption 2 and, like, post about it, tell all your friends to go buy it, but I'm just saying, like, a boycott of the, we are, like, these are important, uh, these are very important, but I feel like 99% of the people who are going to play Red Dead Redemption do not give a single shit about the labor conditions that these people oh, are going to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Maybe, not. Little, they, maybe the I'm being a little game bit non, maybe I'm not being worst. generous there, but 99% seems like a right number. What I'm, it's just, so, uh, the, like I mentioned last week, the Jason Schreier piece, uh, at Kotaku went up. It's a great article about, uh, a bunch of people who were formerly and currently at Rockstar. Pretty much everyone across the board de- denied the, uh, the idea of 100 hour work weeks, but like 60, 70, 80 hours, all like completely incomprehensible hours of work to do, those numbers right. were showing up. And, um, a lot of quotes about, um, one of the things that I learned was interesting was that the, um, the way that they are, the Rockstar employees are credited is that, uh, if you're not on the, if you are not on the payroll when the game ships, you don't get, you don't, you do not make it into the credits in the game. You yeah. Get, now, uh, in, in response to that article being published, Rockstar decided to put up uh, a thing on their website where people could be like, oh, hey, yeah, I, like you can put on your resume. Yeah. Yeah. I worked at Rockstar from like 2013 to 2016, worked on Red Dead Redemption 2, and my name's not in the credits, but it's on the website. So you can do that now. You couldn't do that before, but also just eliminating the names from the credits. Like, I'm going to be real here. I don't watch credits in video games very often. I don't normally do that. But the thing is, it's important and you should be able to be credited. There is no standard, as far as I know, in the game development industry for crediting the workers. There is something in the film industry. There's stuff in the television industry. There is not that existing in the game development industry. Well, those standards exist in the film and TV industries because, like, every person is, yeah, unionized. Exactly. Mm Mm-hmm. But there isn't that in gaming. So... Um, another thing about the Rockstar article that, came, that I was uh, alerted to is that um, the uh, bonuses that the Rockstar employees get uh, is influenced by the sales of Red Dead Redemption 2. So even if it was possible to do a wide-scale boycott of that game, like even if we were able to get, like let's say, 
60-70% of all gamers to not buy Rock, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2. It just scum fucks the people at the bottom. A couple of execs get tumbled up, but then they're just, but then they, but then they just point to them, then they just point to the, the Grand Theft Auto machine, and it's, which is just printing money. And like the <laughs> highest ups are just like, hmm, good job, guys. And then they just like shit, they just like give smaller bonus. I mean, the, the employees still get bonuses no matter what, but they see, they get smaller bonuses if the game sells like shit. These people are probably counting on these bonuses because a lot of, not all of this work, not all the overtime is overpaid, definitely an unquantifiable amount of it, but there is some at the very least that is over, that is unpaid overtime in excess of 40. If you are doing unpaid overtime of, of, of one minute past 40 hours, you have committed wage theft. The mm-hmm. amount of wage theft that is going on at these 50, 60, 70, 80, if these people are contracted and not, uh, salaried employees, they are, I think I might have that backwards. If these people are not hourly employees, they are getting scum fucked out of money and their only way to get this, this back is through the bonuses they will receive as a, re- as a result of this game's booming popularity. I'm not mm-hmm. saying this game is free of I'm not saying this game is free of baggage. I do not bear any ill will towards people who are going to go out and buy it. I do bear some ill will towards the game sets that are giving this game unflinching coverage, like Polygon doing their week of Red Dead and just, like, jerking the game off for five Mm -hmm. whole days and, like, not taking one second. Like, I looked at, like, the 20-odd articles on their front page, and I don't think any of them were had anything to do with the labor with the labor relations. There was also an extremely funny uh, story about how the, the, the part in Red Dead Redemption that made you feel like a mon- that made them feel like a monster was the part where they killed Sasquatches and not the part where they, like, killed Native Americans. Mm-hmm. And the, the, it's just extremely ham-fisted, and oh, I have... Whew, <laughs> I think it, a- it's just a culture of it's it continues the idea that video games like this is normal and good for video games to expect this. Of Actually, now that I, right. I, I just went to I went to the front page of Polygon and they uh there no longer is the uh the the week of Red Dead Redemption uh uh no longer is that uh the week of plastered on their front page. Mm-hmm. Okay, which um, is a small. On a related page. note, have you guys seen that like? games journalists uh who are mostly women who are giving this game like a less than perfect score are already getting just fucking eviscerated by hordes of absolute man children shitheads this there's a really interesting app um i uh i know the bombcast is a very long podcast and if you're not a giant bomb fan that's fine i really recommend going and listening to like the last half hour of the most recent episode at the time of this episode's uh recording which was uh uh, I believe the episode was titled, uh, Super Mario Brothers Reviewed. Um, <laughs> but they talk at the end about, like, how a lot of, um, they talk about their, uh, their experience with crunch culture and the game's journalism side of things. Cause these, sometimes they'll just get codes, like, way too close to, like, at the last fucking minute. And they'll have, like, a weekend to pound through enough th- of the game to write a review for Monday. Mm-hmm. And right. the, the stuff they talk about in terms of reviews and stuff is really, really interesting. I really recommend going and listening to it. Jeff, uh, Jeff Gersman has been in this industry, has been in that industry for, like, 25 odd years now brad shoemaker just nearly as long and it's really interesting to hear them talk shop about how things used to be way back in the old west and how reviews are now um at one point uh <laughs> ben pack gives a uh he he does some he like does some numbers based on the old uh the the ratings that they had to do back when they worked back when jeff and brad worked at games GameSpot, mm-hmm. and his review winds up giving spider-man the game a 7.8 and jeff's response is i'm gonna burn your fucking house down again <laughs> Ah, <laughs> uh, games. But, um, yeah, I think that's really worth checking out. Um, but at the end of the day, like, 
I don't, I don't want to be the kind of person that says boycotts don't matter because boycotts do matter, but on something of this scale, like boycotting this is like, man, it's a fucking fart in the ventilator. I'm not going to buy it just because this isn't like Rockstar Games. Uh, barring Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, Rockstar Games are just not my bag. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm probably not touching this one. Uh, maybe in a couple of years when it goes on sale or something. Mm-hmm. But uh, definitely not at full price. If you can stand to not get this game at full price, if you can stand to buy this game used, do it. Like, if you can find a used copy on GameStop for like, I don't know, $55 or what the fuck ever, do it. Like, it's it's small. If you're going to buy this game, just buy it used. Small comfort. You'll have to wait a little longer. Sure. That's... yeah. Yeah. But that's about my thoughts about it. Uh, unionized game development now. Uh, yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Thank man, you, they, didn't, they, just, they just really felt the... Like, I cannot imagine a single person who would look at that game and be like, you know, this game is great. I'm doing everything as... I'm not John Marston anymore, but I, I'm just going to call this character John Marston. I, I'm I'm John Marston. I'm, fly, I'm running around. My hat fell off. Oh, I can pick it up. I can ride a horse. But you know what? The weather just got cold, and the horse's balls are still the same size that they were fu- back when the weather was warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm kind of taken out of the immersion. Like, literally, you could make your horse smooth like a Ken doll, and I would not notice. You do not need to give your horse... You don't need to give your horse shrinking or growing testicles, because you do not need to give your horse in a video game fucking testicle. I <laughs> yes. don't need to see this. I do not need to see your realistic horse brain hanging out. <laughs> video games video they've got james. balls videos james anyway sorry for yelling for like 10 minutes there i can't believe i yelled about that for 10 minutes and not the fucking trans shit that i thought i was probably gonna cry about <laughs> well because i think that the you I'm see not, a lot like crying about the trans stuff out that's yeah yeah and i think you see a lot more people being like yay red dead than you do like yay I think, trans people circle. don't have rights yeah, so I think it's it's more frustrating to just be like, "Hey, what the fuck? Am I losing my mind here?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you guys want to talk? What? You know about- what? I, I, this is this is a tangent, but like, you know what? The presence of Red Dead actually makes me kind of miss a little bit, mm. like blockbuster. Like because renting. like Red Dead is like a game that I would absolutely try out, but like, yeah. I don't want to invent. Like, I mean. I also don't want to buy the game, but like, this is like, I, this is just Red Dead as an example here, but like, a couple of games I bought recently, like, uh, God of War or, uh, uh, Forza Horizon 4. Uh, I wanted, like, these are games where, like, these look like I would enjoy them, but I want to try them, and like, with the two ga- examples I listed, I do very much enjoy them, but like, I would like a trial period to be an option. I know there's Redbox, but, and, uh, but Redbox fucking sucks ass, and they charge you like $3 a day for, to rent a video game. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, and also, uh, fuck Gamefly. Gamefly can suck my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Th- and, well, uh, and we're gonna go and take a quick ad break right here. Folks, uh, we would like to thank you. Uh, we would like to thank Gamefly for sponsoring this week's episode <laughs> of the Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Game. <laughs> Use our promo code Suck Our Nuts, Gamefly, and you too can receive twenty percent off pro- your first rental. More, use our promo code More Like Game Die because it sucks for for a uh, uh, free rental. Fantastic. Uh. Guys, do, do you want to talk about Stacey Abrams and Brian Kemp? Because this shit's wild to me. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do that. 
So you remember that Treehouse of Horror uh, episode from like 2008 or so mm-hmm. um, where Homer went into the voting booth and he voted for Obama and he pressed the Obama button and it said, vote recorded for Mitt Romney. Or I'm thinking of the wrong one. Who's the other one? John McCain. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. to a real that? one. What's that? R.I.P. to a real one. R.I.P.D. <laughs> to a real one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um... But, uh, uh, he, like, and the computer's like, one vote recorded for John McCain. And then he presses the Obama button, like, four times, and it just records a bunch of John McCain votes. And then when he tries to alert the authorities, he gets sucked into a hell portal in the, uh, in the voting booth, which terrified me for, like, three years. <laughs> like, I was scared of voting it from then on. <laughs> well, it's happening again. Uh, because... No! no! Because Brian Kemp, uh, the candidate for uh georgia governor who is a piece of shit and i can confirm that uh from you know being out in georgia and seeing his ads but (laughs) uh is doing everything he can to prevent uh stacy abrams from becoming the first black woman to be governor of georgia so that's just fantastic uh salon ran a piece uh yesterday about uh, NAACP finding that votes for Stacey Abrams are being changed. Uh-huh. And, uh, there have been stories of buses of elderly people, like, trying to go vote for Stacey Abrams that have been turned away. It's just kind of like, this is really, really blatant examples of how, uh, disenfranchising voters and purging people from the voter rolls is, like, actively happening. And, like, <laughs> it's really scary. <laughs> um so that's what's been going on and yeah yeah oh this is unrelated but did you guys see that video of andrew gillum that was oh my god it was so good yeah that was uh, let's finish up up the stacy abrams one of them we actually don't have we don't have brian gillum in the uh or andrew gillum on the andrew 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 we don't have andrew gillum on the docket uh right now but we can add him because i forgot to put that one on the docket because it's a little more of a shout out but that's fine but mm-hmm. um yeah the uh what it basically boils down to Stacey Abrams who is like I think she was under fire recently for like footage of her burning a Confederate flag in like the nineties has surfaced Hell and yeah. like the Republicans are presenting that like it's a bad thing and she's like no destroying symbols of hate is a good thing actually and I don't know what the fuck you guys are on about <laughs> it's a flag for a union that does not exist so uh, jot that down <laughs> um but yeah I. Uh, God, please let Stacey Abrams take this vote. Come on, like, like I'm, I'm, I know that I think the Democrats of Georgia have been doing like an incredible amount of work to make sure that enough people come out and vote for her to where any kind of um, voter shenanigans could be, you know, will still uh, not impact her getting in. But good oh, yeah. lord. Uh, hey, weird question, but I just feel like I'm realizing just now, I'm having, like, a real-time realization, like, you know how, uh, like, whenever a big voting day happens, there are, like, those countless stories of voter fraud that are, not voter fraud, like, uh, voter disenfranchisement, like, people being turned away at the polls and stuff? Mm-hmm. Uh, we uh-huh. post on Twitter, like, there are these massive tweets with, like, a bajillion retweets and, like, about, uh, like, a bunch of people who got disenfranchised, and, like, what happens with those... Like, what do you do if you get disenfranchised? What do you do if disenfranchisement happens? Do you sue? Uh, you can, I think. Um, I think, like, 
different human race groups. Like I think the ACLU and uh, yeah, they do a lot of like work. Okay. collect that stories okay. and like there try to like put a, forward a case. A, there was just like a gap in my brain about that. I was like, what the fuck happens there? But anyways, it never changes anything, so that's great. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Andrew Gillum, uh, who has been under fire for taking Hamilton tickets from an F an undercover FBI agent. What? Did y'all hear about this? That's wild. I vaguely, it sounded like I, I read the headline and it yeah, sounded yeah, yeah. Uh, stupid. So, so. Gil, what's Gillum's opponent's name, just to make this a little bit easier? Uh, Ron DeSantis. So DeSantis has been going after Gillum because apparently Gillum uh, accidentally, like, according to Gillum's story at least, Gillum says that um, uh, a number he didn't recognize uh, texted him with like, hey, here are those Hamilton tickets, and uh, uh, he, you know, got them. He got the tickets through that, like just, you know, a link to a ticket website or what the fuck ever. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um and I think that, like, he, his story is that he thought it was, like, his, like, sister's uh, husband or something, like a brother-in-law or something, a phone number, like, you wouldn't potentially have. And he thought that's what it was. <laughs> and then it was just turned out to be Secret Service or uh, 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 CIA or FBI agent offering free Hamilton tickets to a mayor? <laughs> I'm not that totally seems sure like a the- good allocation of resources to me. Yeah. I mean, hey, he went to see Hamilton, so sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, so it, uh, what happened at the uh, debate last night is, uh, he, like, uh, DeSantis laid into him, uh, pretty rough, and then, uh, Gillum came back, uh, like, firing with both barrels. Oh my god, it was a read! Who wants, to, who wants to say it? Who, uh, you know, I'm gonna pull up the quote real quick. Oh yeah, we can. Yeah. If we actually, what we could do is insert the audio from that video in right now. Right, but if we uh, uh if we don't, if whoever's editing is, is too lazy to do that, I'm just gonna go ahead and read it out real quick. <laughs> Thanks, okay. Sarah. Uh, so here's what here's the here's the quote. My grandmother used to say, "A hit dog will holler," and it hollered through this room. Mr. DeSantis has spoken. First of all, he's got neo-Nazis helping him out in this state. He has spoken at racist conferences. He accepted a contribution and would not return it from someone who referred to the former president of the United States as a Muslim and a N-word. He spelled it out, but mm-hmm. I, he's he's black, so I think he's allowed to do that on television? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. When asked to return that money, he said no. He's using that money to now fund negative ads. Now, I'm not calling Mr. DeSantis a racist. I'm simply saying the racists believe he's a racist. Which, that last line is something that every single fucking Democrat needs to learn. Yes. Yeah. Every single goddamn Democrat needs to learn. I am not calling you a racist. I am saying that the racists out there believe that you are a racist. <clears throat> yep. And when the racists believe that, then... What, you who, are for, who among us what, cannot what different, agree that what that's what you are? <laughs> yeah. Like, what difference does it make whether or not you are a racist if, like, all the racists think you are one of them? Mm-hmm. And, like... The, <laughs> like, the thing, too, with the Andrew Gillum race is that, like, there is a neo-Nazi group literally sending out these fake, really, really racist phone calls yeah. in Florida. When I listened to them, like, my jaw was on the floor, and I just could not stop thinking about that quote from uh, uh, the uh, the Black Lightning Wikipedia article mm-hmm. that is, like, <laughs> the, <laughs> the fucking, it is so racist, I cannot put it into words. Yes. Uh-huh. So, he, he, Andrew Gillum has a point in everything that he's saying, is that the, the racists, uh, are a fan of uh, Mr. DeSantos. Yeah. So, 
Man, what a video, what though. Really, like, was... he just was like, I'm oh, going to yeah, tell yeah, you what go. time it is. <laughs> Sorry, the, uh, the, um... The, uh, the quote I'm, I was trying to think of was, uh, Don Markstein, the, the, the telephone ads are, quote unquote, an insult to practically everybody with any point of view at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, they are, they are jaw-droppingly racist. Like, he is, like, the racist has someone impersonating him speaking in, like, what is essentially jive, and, t- like, mentions fried chicken every third word, and, like, Sure. Yeah. It was the, it was the longest minute of my life listening to it. I shouldn't have listened to the whole thing, but like I was struck with paralysis. I was struck with like racist paralysis. <laughs> <sighs> so that's fun. The 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 effort involved to where people who have not ever spoken to black people are like trying to. It's 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 uh, laughable. If it's horrifying, but it's also like you. Have you, do you understand how anything works? Like, that's not how black people talk. Like, it's really, really clear that you're, make, you're operating off of false information. Yeah. <laughs> you're just not even trying. <sighs> but whatever. That's racism for you. Uh, also, uh, sorry, jumping back to the bombs, but, uh, the bomb, the attempted bombings, but, uh, Lou Dobbs, the, uh, Fox Business Network host. Mm-hmm. Uh, he like went on Twitter and was like, he said, "Fake news, fake bombs. Who could possibly benefit by so much fakery?" So good. good <sighs> to he deleted it like three minutes later, but uh, yeah, wonderful. All right, we got Thanks. we got a couple we got a couple more things, then we get into shoutouts, and then we're on the home fucking stretch, and we are an hour into this podcast. Jesus, oh, boy. we knew it was going right. to be a big one this week. Oh yeah, yeah. so. Uh, Donald Trump is being spied on because he refuses to use an uh, a secured cell phone. Yeah, <laughs> he is this so story attached- is genuinely funny. He is so attached to his precious iPhone that he is just being spied on by Russian and Chinese uh, uh, intelligence. And but he loves his iPhone is the thing. He refuses to use a secured communications device. The quote that got me was. Uh, Home, you know, sec- White House officials say they can only hope that he will not reveal anything <laughs> classified <laughs> over the phone. <laughs> just take it away. He's a million years old and he's shitty. Just take the can phone we- away and hey, blow it remember out. when do- they could not stop him from ripping up important pieces of paper? <laughs> so I don't know how successful they'll be in oh, taking away his phone that but part like, of my brain that part of my brain that thinks about that has been locked away for months and just been stewing that over like lauren that <laughs> fact has like taken like i am 10 percent dumber because that fact exists because 10 percent <laughs> of my brain is committed to occupying that at the moment like you know how we only use like 20 percent of our brains at, all, at any, any given time no you don't but okay it's a myth What's, but yeah <laughs> what that yeah okay so the myth is that i'm using 10 <laughs> I didn't okay. know that was a myth. Please explain. Uh, it's just not true. You use all your brain. Oh, good. You use it's, all it's, of it. It's, it's always popping. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is it about my brain that makes it pop so, that makes it pop so severely? <laughs> That's pussy, babe. That's pussy, babe. In any way. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, a friend of the podcast, Alex, in the chat is telling us that, uh, that we should tell Donald, that we should tell Dangerous Drum- Donald Drump that his phone is a piece of paper. Thank you. Thank you, Alex. <laughs> My dad's not a phone. Duh. <laughs> so, um, wonderful. I'm, I'm really glad that, uh, we're just kind of hoping and praying that nothing. Not, and 
not to butt her emails, and I'm sorry about this, but like, remember when the whole emails thing was like she's used she's talking about classified information on an unsecured server? Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it's ugh. that's fine. I can't. I'm really excited for you know. Mostly for Trump to just like talk about the aliens because I feel like he knows he knows and he's not going to keep <laughs> no. quiet about it. See, here's the yeah, thing: no, Trump, this... Trump knows about like Trump knows about the Book of Secrets that was discussed in National Treasure Two, and he's going to tell us all about it. Yeah, no, see, this absolutely disproves aliens to me because if he knew, everybody would know. He would have tweeted that day one. <laughs> Maybe. Do you think that? Uh, do you think that? Like, the, do you think that? Like, the at POTUS Twitter account has like, if you ever say the word alien, you like the tweet is just like he thinks he tweeted about it, and then like it's just like it, it's like you ever been? You know, like when you get shadow banned, like mm-hmm. you've, you're still posting as normal. Do you think like any uh-huh. tweet with the word alien just automatically gets shadow banned, and Trump can see it? And he's like, <laughs> oh, that I made that tweet. Why isn't the news talking about this? <laughs> but then he forgets about it. Yeah, I feel yeah. like maybe like Sarah Huckabee Sanders probably gave Jack a call and was like, seriously, I swear to God, do not let him tweet about this. <laughs> so, tw- um, so Jack Twitter knows. Love our smart, wet, wonderful president. Yeah. He just, um, he'd be another on bad headline. Number, another bad headline, Amazon is pushing ICE to, to uh, buy fa- their facial recognition software. Whoa, that's great. Cool. Thank Amazon's bad. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Jeffrey. God, what, I, what, 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 I wonder what Jeffrey's net worth is. Jeff Bezos' net worth. It's, and from the search, and the number just is going to make you mad. It yeah. is. I think I saw a poll of people who were registered Republican and registered Democrat on which institutions they trust the most. And uh, the Republicans trust the military the most. Uh, but Amazon is for them third, and it's uh, the most trusted out of a, several different kinds of institutions among people who identify as Democrat. So great, great, thanks, thanks everybody. Yeah, Gr- uh, love Jeff it. Bezos. Jeff Bezos is most recently estimated to be about uh, worth about one hundred fifty-six billion dollars. Thanks. <sighs> and then you can't pay uh, your employees, I, 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 and your way, website have... it, user interface looks like shit. We were all uh, trying way, to share wish lists, and it's like the stupidest process ever. Like your website yeah. sucks, your company is garbage, you treat everybody <laughs> like shit, and then you're like, "Oh, we donate all this money to charity." Fuck you, Jeff. Yeah, um, I I highly recommend you everyone search out and play the uh, the Twine game of spend all of Jeff Bezos' fucking money. <laughs> the synopsis of which is just you are Jeff Bezos, spend all of his fucking money. What if we shot it into space? <laughs> now I can't I think could of fix anything the Flint else. Water crisis, or, okay. or what if I just buried it in the ground? What if I just lit it all on fire? What if I just used this billion dollar bill that I that I had printed just for me, mm-hmm. and I used it and I used it to roll a blunt and smoke it on the Joe Rogan show? Wonderful. <laughs> That's a lie. Joe Rogan does not roll blunts. That man rolls joints and nothing else. Get him. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going in. Oh. Cook this man. All right. Uh, is there? Let's talk about some good news, though. We got to oh, talk about God, Megyn Kelly. Megyn Kelly's dumbass. Hey, uh, how y'all feel about blackface? Santa um, is white. First of when all, Santa is white. Second of all, blackface it. is fine. When I'm Halloween, I think it's <laughs> totally fine to tell people that I grew up at a time when it was fine to be in blackface because I, Megyn Kelly, am 48 years old, and I guess it's fine. You know, in that mythical time when it was fine to do blackface, you know. 
And <laughs> it's apparently the, the same thing as whiteface. It. Thanks, Megan. You're fucking stupid. <laughs> So uh, she yeah, said Megan all Kelly, that. Megan Kelly lost her show as a result of saying that. Yeah, that she uh, apparently she apologized. I didn't even know she still had her show, but she did because she was trying to clean up her image from being a Fox News pundit and talking about how Jesus and Santa were white. Um, but <laughs> she apologized for you know talking about it. But she got fired and lost her show and was fired from her $69 million contract. Nice. Nice. I got to put a nice on that one. <laughs> ah, go away. Like, I'm, she needs to go away. Like, I don't even, I can't even believe she was still around. She's had the yeah. show for seven months. And nobody liked it. fucking MSNBC. MSNBC hired Megyn Kelly. So the next time some idiot tries to tell you that they're a fucking left-leaning news source, just, like, point out that fact. Mm-hmm. And you know she's just going to walk right on back to Fox News and go back to being racist on their network because nobody will yet will fire her or yell at her for saying that blackface is good, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, last thing before we get into shout-outs, just jumping back to the Rockstar thing, I found that uh, that quote that got uh that quote from the uh the comments on the one article that gave a that gave uh red dead redemption a 3.5 out of 5 uh mm-hmm. jim jorgensen says this mouth-breathing moron just memed himself on the internet for the next couple of years i hope you realize the shit storm that's about to come your way for the next year of your life people will, will remember your dumb ass for all the wrong reasons i can't wait to see how this unfolds you're done cuck that guy's an <laughs> adult man and he yeah, does thank, that. Thank you, Jim Jorgensen. Like, when I'm an adult man, I like <laughs> to call people cuck on the internet. So. <clears throat> All right. What we got for shoutouts? Well, oh, in terms right. of shoutouts, we have... So Trump called himself a nationalist. Yeah, he just did it. <laughs> he, he just, just said it thing. out loud. Yeah, he just said. And, you know, he said that uh, it's because they don't want you to say it. And that it's uh, the globalists <laughs> are doing that. The worst so. person you know just made a great point. Don't say it. Don't think it. Don't say don't. it. Don't think it. <laughs> so he's like, they got to put America first. And the globalists aren't doing that. So I love I love a dog whistle. Thanks. Uh, thanks for saying that. Um, not that uh, we were surprised, but. The um a a a, uh, an, a plane that had been painted to look like a uh, World War II Nazi plane. Yeah, it was uh, a fucking... Luftwaffe plane. Yeah, it was a. It was the. Uh, it it, it crashed. They it crashed. And um, for clarification, this was not like a, a plane owned and operated by some independently acting Nazi. Like, I, I, from what I understand, <laughs> this is like, this is like, this was like part of like some like uh mock dogfight thing. I guess like mm-hmm. a reenactment type thing. Yeah, I think that's what okay. it was. So this wasn't just some Nazi dumbass flying his plane, <laughs> ignoring uh. uh Ignoring any and all, like, airport, like, or, like, air traffic, uh, laws. I haven't Uh been able to, like, find information on the pilot. Does anybody know what happened to him? He's fine. He's fine. Okay. All right. Um, and lastly, um, uh, getting back to gaming, um, how do you feel about some good old games? I hate GOG very deeply. I used to be a big fan of GOG. Like, they were, to me, a Steam alternative that, like, mm. that was not sort of, like, shitty about a lot of things. Like, in terms of, like, business practices, not in terms of, like, ethics, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I think Steam has, like, so, I think Steam is, like, 
whatever ethically, but they have some shitty business practices and some like bad deals for indies who publish on their platform, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I mean, um, like CD Projekt also is bad. Yeah, but um, so uh, Gog, we, we we bring up Gog in this, we bring up CDPR in this case because of uh, they're they're a sister, they're they're like sister company of Gog in some way, shape, or form. I don't exactly know what the relation is. I think. CD Projekt is the, like, parent company or something? That's yeah. not true anymore. That that was true, but I don't think that's true anymore. CDPR According not... to Google, it is, but maybe it's not. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, Google, Google knows I all. Mean, I mean, one of us is wrong, but probably... Actually, no. Neither of us is wrong. I'm going to say that. Okay, cool. Taking a hard stance Anyways, on duality. Are, they, the companies are related in some way, and um, so... Uh, Gog made a very, very bad tweet, uh, in the wake of the tra- in the wake of the whole transgender, uh, erasure news that came out, uh, on, uh, on Sunday night. Monday morning, uh, whoever's behind the social media at Gog, who had previously written at a Gamergate website, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> but they tweeted, like, uh, good old games will, will hashtag not be erased, because that was, like, the, the trans, the hashtag that trans people were using to, you know, stand up to the, the the fucking administration yeah and then they really? also said how's that for hashtagging yeah so and then, it's bad the thing is they did not even issue a fuck damned apology about this did you see what did you see what their their quote-unquote apology was yeah and it was not an apology i'm just gonna run this but ba- i'm just gonna run this one past y'all real quick see if it passes your smell test of an apology okay as i delve it up because i I'm having a hard time finding it. Hold on. Uh, 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 uh. Okay, here we go. Yesterday, we posted a tweet containing a trending hashtag as a pun. The tweet was neither <laughs> intended as a malicious attack nor a comment uh, to the ongoing social debate. Gog should only focus on games. We acknowledge that and we commit to it. So... The word sorry, it's, okay, for starters, if you fuck up and post a bad tweet and your, and your apology tweet does not contain the words apologize or sorry or forgiveness or anything relating to the word of apology, mm-hmm. like, you fucked up. Like, even if they just started this, if they just started this, if they just ended this tweet with the word sorry, like, if they ended this tweet, this tweet instantly becomes, like, better. It's not good because it's basically sorry you were offended, mm-hmm. but, like, it's better than what they did. They posted nothing to show any remorse. The only remorse that they have is that they got yelled at by people. This is not the first fucking time that Gog has done this either, because in the, uh, within this, earlier this year, I don't know if you guys remember this, but they posted a gif of someone urinating on a gravestone that read games journalism, and then, uh, some date in, uh, in 2014, which is considered by many to be, like, the start of Gamergate. The day of the start yeah. of Gamergate. They, they deleted that. I apologize for that. CD Projekt Red did the say, did a very similar thing with their social media where they tweeted, did, um, did you just assume their gender, uh, on the fucking cyberpunk game? On the cyberpunk game! I may, I may repeat, the cyberpunk game! They deleted that. They apologize. It's been two months and then Gog fucking does it again. Like, this is not just, this is not just a slip of the tongue. This is just how these people are. This like any social media think. team would know that if you're going to make a, you know, do some kind of co- a pun, it wasn't a pun, about a, a pun. trending <laughs> hashtag, you've got to maybe fucking look and see what that hashtag's about. Oops. Yeah. Oops. This wasn't a pun. You stupid. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. 
Oh, do you want to get into questions? Yeah. Let's, let's uh, read some questions. Also, uh, just a quick quote from uh, Alex in the chat. Meme watch. It's meme watch. Here <laughs> meme we go. Watch. We're on a meme watch. Uh, so if meme you want to send us- Questions a- on Tumblr. Questions on Tumblr. If you want to send us a message, you could go to hkipgtd.tumblr.com slash ask, and you can send in a question or for just example, kind of a statement. <laughs> Okuyasu's persona, the paw, wants to know- if someone were to, quote, put Henry Kissinger's animated corpse in Smash, what would his moves be? I think they would just all be war crimes. <laughs> yeah, every button is a single discrete war crime. <laughs> like, you violate the Nuremberg Code, like, with every, <laughs> like, just by moving. I mean, that's it. <laughs> Leaf Crunch wants to know, hey, comrades, this past week there were municipal elections all across Ontario, and when voting came, I found myself completely unprepared because researching politici- local politicians seemed like a futile use of time considering, well, everything. How do we get out of that mindset and remind ourselves of just how important local politics are? How do we get ourselves involved in the politics we can make the most meaningful impact in? Happy Halloween! Thank I mean, you, Alex Lee if, if nothing else, like I mean, local... I think, I think this is, not to sound tautological here, but like, just get out, just... Like get get I think like I think like it's the act of like getting involved will make you feel like you are involved. Like get get getting involved will make you feel like there is an impact. Like once you see these machinations from the inside, because like when we're looking at when we're looking at the big picture of things, like you think like, oh well, fucking Rochester, New York. What the fuck does any of that matter? This is about like we are dealing with a we are dealing with like a catastrophic administration on a national state. But like Rochester, New York, getting involved in the politics. I've been trying to get a little bit more involved in the politics, and like there is so much that you can make happen on a local level it's it's yeah. I, I, not to, not to quote uh international baccalaureate but like think globally act locally like that's it's, a, it's it, also it, go ahead finish no that, that I, I was that think globally act locally was the end of my okay. thing and then i stammered a little bit yeah i think it's it's really important also to remember that like local elections spe- specifically like um at the town and state level are often like the front line for like Indeed. anti-gerrymandering efforts and voter rights stuff and like if you can get people in who will help you there then you'll be able to get people in who can help you elsewhere because more people will be able to vote and you know pretty much uh every poll that comes out says that the more people vote the more likely things are to swing left because you yeah, know yeah and like we said yeah and and like we said too in the first topic this week like you know the questions that we have on the midterm ballots, like, are actually important. Like, there's another question on the Massachusetts ballot, for example, about, like, that would, uh, that voters would, if they voted yes, it would create a commission that would put, uh, complaints that would challenge the Citizens United ruling from 2010 yeah. in the Supreme Court, which is, you know, directly about campaign finance and super PACs and money and politics. So, like, mm-hmm. this stuff does, it does have an impact, like yeah. Not only just who you, it just you can, vote it for, just, but the I questions that they put forth on the ballots too. I think really the thing that will just get you to appreciate the amount of impact that local politics have is to get out and do local politics. <laughs> yeah, like, it's it, yeah. I guess that's the only way to really like yeah, like the impact like, this stuff. It's it's like this is a weird way of putting it, but like. The difference between doing nothing in politics and doing something in politics is a lot is a lot bigger than the difference between you doing something in politics and you doing more in politics. 
Like, yeah. Just going from zero to one, even if you don't, like, on a scale of zero to ten, like, even if you just go from zero to one, that's huge. Like, right. that's way bigger than it is, that's a way bigger step than it is to go from one to two. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Anonymous wants to know, what is the most powerful fursuit? Um. <laughs> Eva01. What's that? Eva01. Is Ava Unit 01 a fursuit? It's, yes. Yeah, Shinji Hikari is the world's most powerful furry. I don't well, think you... that's true. Hmm. Okay, well, who's more powerful then? I mean, I would posit that Asuka is. Wait, is is Voltron a fursuit? Does that count? Uh... I mean, I'm going to say the, the, the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, if we're going to go into that. But uh, I mean, in I'm real not life, gonna, I'm not going to get into the fucking like the debate, the playground debate from the 1980s <laughs> of who would win between Power Rangers and Voltron. Okay. Metal Gear Sahelanthropus is the world's strongest fursuit. Okay, okay, no. In real I, life, I though, what, can I, I know can I is, argue for the, Sonic Fox the, being powerful? I mean, yeah, it's Sonic Fox. Yeah, okay, his that, fursuit yes, is I'll the most powerful that. fursuit. He's very powerful. Yeah, I'm Thank fucking. You. I might get a chance. I'm going to Anther, New England, in February, and there's a chance he's going to be there, and I might get to fucking meet Sonic Fox, and I think I would just Uh-oh. die on the spot. Radical. <laughs> We're fans. We're fans uh, of games. Might cut around this one because I don't know anything about it, but Mr. Perizoso wants to know: Brazil's election is tomorrow. Who do you think is going to win? I don't know uh, probably Bolsonaro, which fucking really blows. It does suck because he's like fascism is good, actually. Yeah, he's a he's a big old fascist. Uh, note, ah! to the editor, note to the editor, please cut out my comments where I said we're probably going to skip this, because apparently I was the only one who doesn't know anything about this. <laughs> it's alright. I was not yeah, I was going to okay. put it on the docket, but I figured we could wait until after the election actually happens to talk about yeah. it, which is probably better. Yeah. So um, I'm sure we'll cover it in the coming episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anonymous wants to know, what's the next step in right-wing violence now that they're sending bombs to celebrities and George Soros? I mean, probably, like, actual assassination attempts with guns, if I yeah. had to guess. yeah. Like, yeah. if, I, if I was a politician, like, I'd be walking out with, like, double-breasted pockets coated with, like, a, coated, with something, coated with something bulletproof. <laughs> like, I'm just always thinking about, you know, <laughs> Jotaro's manga hat. <laughs> you just walk around just, in a Nokia just, cell phone suit. Yeah, just, mm-hmm. stuff, just stuff manga into your, like, two-piece <laughs> suit, and, like, you'll be fine. You won't get shot. God. What if... When Teddy Roosevelt got shot, he said, yari yari daze. That would be... <laughs> Just once, I want Teddy Roosevelt to say, yari yari daze. <laughs> and then women's rights. Yes. And then Hodor. Um, Anonymous wants to know, what is Gritty's leftist subgroup? Gritty is a staunch proponent of the post-reunification Fourth International. Thank, Thank you. you very much. The thing with... The thing with Gritty is that today in the city council of Philly, they did reference that Gritty is Antifa. So <laughs> it is, it's canon. It's kind of canon. Finally, is the some thing. good news. Thank you, Gritty. So uh, and much. lastly, Comrade lastly, uh, Nick Jagged wants to know what if it was called Voter Frog? Rip it. I would like Thank it. Thank you. Thank you. A voting um, frog. Yeah, I'm voting frog. Uh, do y'all want to move into Lightbringers? You know what? Frightbringers. It. Yes, I do. Hey! Frightbringers. Uh, I have to look up the... Oh, I've got mine. Um, my Lightbringer this week is a single song, which is Pride of Lions by uh, Tokyo Ska Paradise Orchestra. It's like a 10-year-old song, and it's 
it's the, these guys are out of Japan and like, it's obvious that Japan, it, at least for the lead singer, it's pretty, you can tell the uh, English is not his first language, but mm-hmm. like the energy that he puts into like his, his, his English singing is really infectious and it's really fun to hear. It's fun to sing along to. It's got like, it made me realize that I don't have enough like keyboard slides, like, you know, so, like, you know, like sliding down the ivories. Cause that's how that song opens with like guitar, like a light guitar and drum riff. And then like a, a piano riff <laughs> yes. into the fucking horns. It's a fucking slapper. It's like, I, I've been, I've been listening to it like nonstop. It'll get stuck in your head. It's really fucking just a good uplifting jam that I really needed this week. Scott forever. Scott forever. <laughs> uh, yeah. So my Frightbringer this week is Lethal League Blaze, which came out yesterday. Uh, it's like a sequel slash remake to the original Lethal League, which came out four years ago. Um, and if you don't know what it is, I strongly encourage you to check it out. It's super fucking fun. Um, and it's really easy to get into. Um, you can get it on Steam for like 20 bucks, and I think it's coming to consoles in the spring. It's it's yes. so much fun. I think, Sarah, you played the original, right? Uh, yeah, but I, um, I got a quick question, Patrick. Is yep. there, um, is there anything like a funky beat? There's a whole lot of funky beats going on in this well, game. But, the, Hell but yeah. the thing is, the thing is that, the best part about this is that, like, the, the original soundtrack very obviously was, uh, influenced by Hideki Naganuma, who had most uh-huh. famously worked on Jet Set Radio and Jet Set Radio Futures music. Right. Um, both of which are absolutely phenomenal. Like, probably some of the best music soundtrack, probably some of the best, like, video game soundtracks that have ever existed. I really, I listen to them constantly. Extremely good. Um, go listen to, like, uh, Funky Dealer or Sneak Man or, like, uh, Stop Playing Games or fucking, like, just anything off of those soundtracks and they're all bangers. But, um, they got him to do a track for this song, for this yeah. game, which it's possibly the best one in the game? It's, it's called the original trailer, and it's called I really like, like a funky beat. I really like the Ordinary Days remix. Um, That's really good, too. By Klaus Veen. That's really good. Uh, but yeah, every, every song is super great. Check it out. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, so my uh, Frightbringer this Very week. Very cool, Patrick. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So my Frightbringer this week is a, uh, it's actually a Netflix series. It's, it's only four episodes long and it's a Netflix documentary series and it's called Salt, Fat, Acid, Heat. And oh, it's yes. based off a cookbook, um, by a chef. Let me check for her last name because her first name is Samin Nosrat and she wrote a book kind of about like it's literally just these four things that are like crucial to making really good food and like the first episode she goes to Italy and she goes to Japan and she kind of travels like all over the world and makes uh and just kind of talks about the importance of these things in food and I just love seeing like she's so cute like she's just so cute she's just like let me like I'm so excited to make like this cheese right now or like I just love the hearing her talk and she has just such like a like a I guess poetic relationship to the food she's talking about to where it yeah. feels like attainable like it feels like really beautiful and like amazing to look at but also like damn I could do that like I could just you know uh-huh. appreciate olive oil for what for and like just <laughs> She she just don't do too much of that. Like I'll pop. I'll beat the shit out of you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she feels like my friend. <laughs> so yeah, that's salt, fat, acid, heat on Netflix, and then uh, her book is also titled the same thing. Cool. 
so yeah, if you want to find us elsewhere, you can check us out on Twitter at HKIPGTD, on Tumblr, HKIPGTD.tumblr.com, Facebook, HKIPGTD, HKIPGTD at gmail.com, reddit.com slash r slash HKIPGTD. Thank you so much to Bisexual Punch Party for setting that up for us. I messed that up so many times that I still have to like mentally double check with myself as to which one I'm saying. <laughs> um, we uh, want to do a, a mailbag soon, so get yes, your questions in. Yes, uh, get your in. questions yes. in so that we can do a mailbag. We're recording it uh, this weekend, probably as you're hearing this, so get those questions in. We'll take anything that we can get. Gmail for longer form questions, if, if you do not mind. Uh, also, most importantly, though, if you want to support the show, patreon.com slash HKIPGTD. Uh, $1 a month gets you access to all of our bonus content. We have a Lightbringer uh, either going up or just went up. I'm not entirely sure. Uh, about uh, Better Call Saul that Zach and Linus sat down to record. Um, we've got a bunch of bonus content, uh, pre-show. We did. We, there was a very nice pre-show last week that I uh, I thought was very funny. <laughs> um, but uh, the uh, it was some secret audition tapes of a uh, host of the show Alex's uh, audition to be in Paramore, which Zach nice. was not selected for. Uh, five bucks a month gets your name right on the show, special user status in the Discord. Ten dollars a month also gets your name right on the show and special use as more a different special uh, user role thing in the Discord. But also you get to listen to our our show as we record it, as like four or five people are doing right now. Hi folks, thanks for listening. We love you. Thank you for listening more than everyone else. So <clears throat> we keep getting more, and I'm gonna kill, keep trying to do it in one fucking breath. Let's go. <laughs> Fully Automated Luxury Gay Space Hellcat, Low, Stephanie Roth, Ashley New, Pregnant Seifel, David Besser, Ellen the Generous, Ron Burry, Alex Schaub, Oingo Zuma, Kua Boingo, Six Arm Sweater, Brian Alvarez, Mogu the Panda, Nick Clarkson, Kadejo Jones, Flor- Florian Siegel, Sophie, Destry Hawk, Single Pair, Sonic Empire, Pia the Disaster, Dumpster McGee, John McCain, Funeral City, 350 Million Dead, Carrie J, The Tallest Jew, Michael Williams, Surrey Jack, Non-Binary with Left B, 500 B, Summer, Summer Guys, Helga K, Hey, hey, hey Harry Tomlinson, Dijon's Actual Such as Elon the Musk, Fire Woody Allen the Sun, Benjamin Kicks Over His Gaucho, Pettas, Evan Allianders, and Elmi and the Arco if we get any more Patreon supporters, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> I'm raising the roof right now in celebration. That was incredible. <laughs> if my listen, okay, I can do like four more if my roommate changes their Patreon name from <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm gonna go down I'm gonna go downstairs and yell at them about after this episode's done. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, oh, if you thank wanna, you. If you want to find me elsewhere, I'm at Sunhatgenia on Twitter, S-U-N-H-A-T-Z-H-E-N-Y-A. Uh, you can find me on uh, Tumblr, Chia Satanakas, and I'm Sunhat Xenia elsewhere, which is uh, on, on Mastodon, I'm at snouts.online, Sunhat Xenia, and on Twitch. Um, you can also check out my other podcast that I do, Fear Baiting, uh, which is me and my friend Blair take a look at horror movies from a queer point of view. We're, we're wrapping up Schlocktober on this Monday. With, with Chris fucking Cabin. With Chris Sorry. fucking Cabin, <laughs> who, I tried, who I reached out to on a lark, because like there is no fucking way, this is the biggest reach I've ever done in my life, and Chris Cabin responded and is going to be on the goddamn podcast to talk about House of Wax. There's a stream happening. Uh, if you're listening to this, if you're listening to this the day it comes out, a stream is happening tonight at 9 p.m. Chris will not be there, but Blair and I will be. We will be sauced and we will be talking about House of Wax. Um, yes. Also known uh, as Wax listen, House, baby. Or go listen to uh, The Wonder Years, <laughs> which is mine and Blair's and friend of the podcast, uh, Seda's uh, podcast about Animorphs, where we read the books one book at a time and talk about them. They're fucking good books. Um, also, 
I wanted to mention that uh, both those podcasts got picked up by the Noise Space Network that this podcast yeah. is also hosted on. So uh, thank you very much to Noise Space for having us on your network. Uh, I'm going to recommend you – I'm just going to do a, a maximum fun thing and just recommend a podcast you listen to. Why don't you go listen to Jurgenit? It's Sam's podcast that he does with his brother Jordan about the secret life of the American teenager. That show is fucking terrible. I've watched one episode and I wanted to die. So they are braver than any U.S. Marine ever has been. Um, and also before I pass the, before I pass the mic, um, thank you very much to the taxpayers for the use of their songs, Evil Men, off of the album Cold Hearted Town. Fucking banger. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I have been, am, and will continue to be Patrick. You can find me pretty much anywhere at, uh, PG1497. And I think I said this the last time I was on, but I don't remember. Um, if you can, and if you want to, why don't you drop us a review and a rating on your podcatcher of choice? It'd be really neat to see what you guys have to say, and it would probably help more people find the pod. Thanks. Thank you, Patrick. That's a really good uh, thing that people should do. Uh, so I am yeah. Lauren, and you can find me on Twitter uh, at LLeBlanc underscore, or you can find me on Tumblr at RunTheGems. Thank you. Thank you for everything. Uh, is that podcast? I think that's podcast. That's Memento right. Kokomori. Wait, hold on. Memento? Let me just check the episode document, make sure that there's nothing that I forgot to bring up. Uh, no, we did it all. Uh, join Memento our Discord. Pokemori. Join our, join Discord. our goddamn Discord. Thank, thank you for listening to this episode of, of Hauntry Killsinger is <laughs> Pokemon Googling to Die. Whoa. Memento Pokemori. Spooky, scary skeletons and shivers down your spine. Shrieking skulls will shock your soul and seal your doom tonight. Spooky, scary skeletons speak with such a screech. Shake and shudder in surprise when you hear these zombies shriek. We're so sorry, skeletons, you're so misunderstood. You only want to socialize. I don't think we should. A spooky, scary skeleton shouts startling, shrilly screams. They'll sneak from there's a couple of girls and just won't leave you be.